little dream puffs. I know, I, 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 as I did that, I, I mean, this is not good content for the listener, but as I did that, I just really, like, brushed the side of my boozy as though, yes. like, both sides of my boozies with both hands, as though just all the love was coming out of my heart and straight into the hearts of the little listener. Hi, love, no, right? Look, it's no new sight for me, Nikki Britton. Yeah. Um, yep. you're, you're, you're quiet and expressive person. Physically, and, yes. And, yeah, and yes. you do, you do like, when you're sort of uh, uh, trying to make a big point, quite often the boobs will get a grab. They will, I do. Yeah. They are. They, they're like, I, I, I imagine they're like a, um, you know, if there's you would you would know a, a religious leader or someone who would yes. grab you know or grab maybe your boobs. even Hitler. I'd, Hitler. I'd get out of that church. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's not okay, guys. If you're at a church and they insist on grabbing your boobs, um, get out yeah, of that. That's that's not in the Bible. I've read it. It's not there. <laughs> but Hitler would often like hit a podium or oh, yes, I mean and yes. again, don't Go in his yes. footsteps. Terrible stuff. I just and also mean, don't don't compare your tits to a podium. No, please. I shouldn't. I Come on. I, I've really. I mean, they're ample, dare. but you know, I I doubt you can stand on them. <laughs> well, a few more years, I imagine I'll be a foot on top of those nipples as I step. If I don't have the right kind of bra, um, I just I just mean I don't like. It's a it's a it's a physical thing that galvanizes you if you're just yes. making a good point. It it yep. grounds me. It grounds. Yes. It's like a. Yeah. What is it when you charge something and like it grounds? You know, if you have rubber boots, guys. I've made so many metaphors. We're yes. like minutes in, and I've yeah. used Hitler, the church, uh, and yes. electrocution. So, hey, Beth, Look, I, happy it's, Friday. It's not exactly the same, and I don't do it as much in public. And even if I did it on the podcast, you wouldn't know. But I, I do quite often grab onto my balls. Do Sometimes you? I feel like I'll hold onto my balls lest I fall off the earth. Yes. You know, like it's that. I, it's like yeah, yeah. It, it, I might actually just levitate. Like I might yes. actually. The point <laughs> and the love that is trying to course through me is mm. so much that I just have to go. Hey, ooh, hold on to yeah. the girls. Actually, speaking of my testicles, um, oh, as yeah. you know, I, I have three thousand children, and each one of them have been come out of um, your testicles. That, they, that's how you give birth. Yep. You, um, you fall in love with somebody and then you give birth um, of your baby who grows in your testicles yep. and they obviously they come out your butthole and yep. um, and then th- that's that's science. But all of my children have, with great fucking um, careless abandon, um, stomped on my testicles uh, over and over again. Oh. Um, and uh, Marigold, is this a game that you're playing? No, I don't. I don't think it's on purpose at all. It often happens in the early hours of the morning. We're all snuggling. Snuggling turns into wrestles. Wrestles turns into me accidentally being kicked in the nuts. Now, Mm. just just last week, um, you know, Dad's been quite sick, and so the the children will come in um, for for a little morning cuddle. And Marigold came in for a cuddle. Just in case the listener was like, "What." Is the Harley talking about his own dad? You were talking about yourself as dad in the third person. Yes, You've been yeah. sick. Here we yes. go, back on track. Thank you. And um, Marigold was there for a cuddle, and then she got a bit excited, and she did a double knee jump right onto my ball area. Oh yeah. And uh, I did not take it well, nor mm, should I. No. And um, I kind of uh, bucked, I would say. Yeah, sure, my body sure, bucked sure. and bucked her off Uh-oh. and she fell out of bed and um, actually got a little blood nose. She <gasps> hit the ground and oh. I felt a little bit bad and, and she was crying. I was like, sorry, baby, but, you know, they're my balls. And since then, every day, she'll go to climb over me and she'll go, Dad, Dad, I'll be careful of your balls. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and the irony that the two boys, they, they got a few uh, physical uh, wallopings as a result, not, not deliberate, but didn't care, don't care. They've got testicles themselves. Mm. But it only took one moment for Marigold to go, oh, I think that might be a sensitive area for that. I'll be very careful <laughs> See, there she, she receives that information, she processes That's right. She's a clever gal. Yep. Yeah, this is why she's yeah. your favourite, I guess. Yeah, she, that, absolutely. She's <laughs> she's back on the top. She's back at number one. Yeah, <laughs> favourite thing to come out of your balls, and yes. favourite thing to jump on them. So yes, there you go. There We've you all got to have our favourites. <laughs> um, but yeah, as as we know from the podcast, one I missed, second one I was dragged myself out of bed to record, and now. I've actually managed to get myself across town and in the studios of, it is, of Nova here in Melbourne. It's a huge treat. It's a huge treat to see you out, up and about and y- yes. your eyes are actually open. There's you, some slight colour back in my there's face. There's a little colour. You're looking, yep. you're looking good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay except I'm feeling quite uh, discombobulated with the world. Sure. Because I spent so much time in bed, which is um, very, very out of the ordinary. For mm. me. I'm, I'm not a big sleeper. I don't really like to be in bed. Mm. Um, even when I'm sick, I, I would rather just be up and about. Um, but to to keep me me um, entertained, I I got onto a TV show that um, I think had some level of popularity. Please, um, do at, at its in its heyday, but it's been some time since it was there. I, I started watching Game of Thrones for the first time. Oh, and, Game of Thrones. Uh, yes. Um, you're I'm not, not. You're not that. You're not that late to the party. You know what I mean? Like you could have been like. I'm not super. I late. started watching Welcome Back, Cotter, and I'd be like, okay, yes. all right, yeah, happy days, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I suppose it's all right. And like, I'm not one for spoilers either. As, as in, I don't care. You could tell sure. me anything right now about Game of Thrones. Um, for starters, I won't give a shit, um, and I'll forget. Sure. Like it won't. It won't. It won't bother me. Okay. So there's like even the the um, the the huge amount of, of stories that were talked about around the Red Wedding, for instance. Yes. It still came as a massive shock when it happened. Okay. How far I was like, holy shit. I have, in the space of a couple of weeks, uh, got up to season six. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is, sure. that's a lot of content. I mean, you've been telling us that you've been sick, but I'm not sure you've not strung this out just because you've got a real... <laughs> Real addiction to the old binging the Game of Thrones. I just say with hand on heart that that TV show is fucking cooked. That mm. the the fact that it didn't bring down modern society with the amount of people that were watching that absolute trash is <laughs> phenomenal. Trash. It is fucked. Now, I like wow. honestly, it basically what it is is neighbors with a bigger budget. It is a a super stylized soap opera that is just drama upon drama and then a bit of nudity and then fuck me what happened to that guy's head you know like right. it is okay. absolute hectic and look i say i, I say you, you trash never not know. say they're about to do the big finale of ramsey street so I, neighbors could get there i reckon there's going to be a dragon <laughs> and some tits and someone's head explodes no doubt I, dr it, carl like, I know me saying absolute trash says, oh, well, what could you do? Look, it's 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 a masterful piece of television. Yeah. Like it's unbelievably written, directed, uh, edited, all of that. But really, I think at the core of it, because I'm so deep in it, it's like, oh, it's a soap opera. Yeah, it's, right. Okay. You know. High it's, drama, it's melodrama. High, high drama, melodrama. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Got it. But it is 
It is mental. Yeah, I've and heard that. I've not watched it myself. Oh, haven't you? I watched the first like two, episode and a half, maybe, and then someone just clean chopped off a horse's head with a sword. And I yes. went, you know what? This is not the show for me. And then uh, I think they like cut it, like they slit the throats of some pet. Do- well, wolves, but they yes. were supposed to be pets for children. And I was like, yes. do you know what? There is a lot of pain and suffering in the world and mm. I do not need to put myself through this. Can I so- just say to you, Nikki Britton, it does not get better. <laughs> <laughs> it really uh, fucking ramps it up. Yeah. There are some moments, and I just want to say this. This is why I say I can't believe society hasn't collapsed because I now actively watch the show and look at pivotal characters going, Fuck, I hope someone skinned you alive. Yeah, right. Okay. And that could happen. Yep. Like, that's a possibility. Well, it feels like no one, I mean, all I've heard is everyone dies. Like, at some point, everyone, all the kind of major I mean, players. I mean, that's very philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> because that, that's also the truth. Yeah, I actually can't be wrong when I say that statement. No. Um, but, and and then Khaleesi, a lot of Khaleesi. That's There's all a lot I of know. Khaleesi. I know, yes. dragons, Khaleesi, everyone dies and some of it was shot in Croatia. And that is oh, literally all the spoilers that I have for you. Yeah, I, well, I went to Croatia in 2019. Ooh, Hello. And they were like, actually, this is where they shot a lot of Game of Thrones. And oh. I went, ooh. And that was it. Well, I also never seen it. I, I, I also had my own TV show with the uh, production designer of Game of Thrones. Of so, course, you, know. you did. And now I, I'm watching it, just going. Deb Riley did that. Deb Riley did that. Deb, Deb Riley, Riley designed that. Holy shit! I mean, she was there when that happened. Extraordinary. Yes, but it was. It was just. I mean. Actually, the making of that TV show is so much more interesting to me than the show itself just because, you know, I'm triggered by the violence a little bit. So, but, like, exactly like you say, the budgets, the design, the yes. the n- mythical elements, the, yeah. so all of that, it's, like, huge. It's amazing. Spanning and like I say. multiple nations and yes. e- employing millions of people. It's incredible. Yes. And, and if you take all of that away, you're left with Ramsey Street. In the news um, yes. this week, mm-hmm. we're, pro- we're probably a little bit late to the party. Certainly, we're not breaking it because it is absolutely not our right to break this news. But congratulations to Rebel Wilson, who oh, has yes. found herself a partner and is oh. thrilled to pieces about it. Um, and that person her. happens to be the same sex as her. And good All on right. her. Yes. And may I just give a just a hearty... Fuck you to any journalistic or, or I mean, just any news place. What do they call it? News yeah, outlet, outlet, outlet that feels that it is their right to break that news before Rebel herself has gone on her own journey and expressed herself and, and taken the time that she needs to be the person she wants to be. Look, um, it's pretty disgusting and repugnant, it is isn't it? absolutely. I just cannot believe in 2022 the ultimatum mm. I, I don't know if if people aren't familiar with this new story if you're listening maybe from somewhere else rebel wilson um you know hollywood hollywood favorite and australian's uh, help help 
and Australian. I've lost it. She, look, she's, she, she's been around a long time. Yeah. Um, she she has uh, cut her teeth on the Australian scene, started on on, I do believe, a sketch show over here called the Ronnie Johns Half Hour. Maybe even. Oh, was she on Ronnie Johns? It? I think she was on was Fat Pizza as well for a while. She, she was around a bit earlier than that, maybe even. She I don't did know. She amazing had some involvement things in with um, yeah. Australian Theatre for Young People as well here in oh, Sydney yes. and still supports them in a huge way. Um, yes. Yeah. She took off to Hollywood many years ago. Yep. Um, had tiny little roles here and there. The roles started getting bigger. Mm. The roles started becoming more frequent. And all of a sudden, she's now, you, you would say, a leading lady. She's uh, absolutely a leading as lady. As antiquated as that term is. <laughs> but yes. And she has, uh, you know, incredible producing credits as well. She's oh, making does she? movies now. Yeah. Um, and up until this point, I think, to note, every relationship she's been in that has been made public, which is uh, her prerogative whether she makes it public or not, has been that of a heterosexual relationship. Yes. So this relationship is uh, different in that it's the first same-sex relationship that she's been in, which is neither here nor there and who gives a shit. Yes. Um, I, 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 get, uh, I guess she and her girlfriend give a shit. But absolutely, other than that, absolutely. And look, to be fair... Possibly a smidge of Hollywood may give a shit. There is, you know, it, sure, it yes, feels yes. like possibly one of the final frontiers of an industry where you're knowing who you are as a person may affect mm. who you are cast as. And yes. I, it's not cool and it's certainly not to dissuade anyone from working in that industry or coming out or being a part of that industry. Yes. It is just that... It can, in some archaic casting yes. houses, affect the way that you are cast in a movie. Well, now, I think it should be noted Hollywood are dumb. Like they're not, they're not the smartest of people. This is one of my favourite stories about that. Is and this is some time ago, and you would hope they'd progressed further from this. But however, um, the the story I heard at the time of Romper Stomper, which was Russell Crowe's film uh, made here in Australia mm. um, about a, a neo-Nazi uh, and some pretty violent things that he did uh, within the Sydney area, I think, is where it was based. The story was sent to Hollywood. Mm. Do not cast this guy. Russell Crowe. Did I say Russell Howard before? That'd be weird. Anyway, that was in <laughs> that my would head. Be. I think you did say Russell, Russell Crowe, Crow. though. Anyway, do not hire this guy, Russell Crowe, because he's a neo Nazi, which is pretty funny. What? That that is the world of film and the world of make believe and, and, and playing a role and a character. But there was this fear that this guy, Russell Crowe, was an actual neo Nazi. And it's like, no, he just played one in a film called Romper Stop. So further to your point. That is crackers. That, that that you know rebels uh, private life and sexuality could change her position with some uh, casting houses yes uh, 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 being a leading lady in a romantic comedy in a instance. heterosexual romantic comedy yes yeah. um which is horseshit Holly yes um, oh, Malcolm's had a moment what's he done? Yesterday, he has never been through the bin. Did he out somebody? In the phone. <laughs> I just said he hasn't been in the bin. As a, as we, a <laughs> we put that journalist in the bin in the previous segment. <laughs> <laughs> he's um he's he's never uh, gone through the bin, and 
I he was he was having some runny poos. He's got a bad tummy, just like mummy. Oh yes. I've been trying to put him. Peanuts on. had some runny poos. Has she? Yes. Maybe there's something going around. The dribbling it all community. over the backyard. Oh, and I haven't dear. done the mowing, so it's oh, very hard to get it out of the grass. Peanut. Oh dear. You just beg for rain, then, don't you? Yeah. I'll often do that. If he does a big diarrhea poo, I'll scoop up as much of that liquid as I can in a yeah. bag, and then yeah. I just turn around to anyone within earshot and go. Well, we're hoping for rain now because I obviously can't get it all up. <laughs> yeah, just sometimes. Just in case it's just like anyone wants to, to have a go. Yeah, it's just like trying to draw fucking Nutella out of shag pile carpets. Yeah, just the exactly. worst. Exactly. What am I supposed to do? Um, I've been, I have wiped. I have had that plastic bag on my hand and I have wiped yes. pavement yeah, in an attempt. Yeah. God, I put a lot of faith in those plastic bags. Don't I you? Put a lot of faith Don't in you? those dog poo bags. Yeah. Yep. Gee, a lot more than. Mate, I've got compostable ones, and I'm yeah. just like, how long does it yeah, take totally. for the composting to start? I want to know how quickly that's going to break down from <laughs> that's right. from the biohazard that I've just picked up picked it up with. <laughs> so true, because I've got a. I always I hope that he poos in a proximity, good close proximity to a bin. He does it always. Sometimes I'm no. carrying that shit around for hours. It's almost anyway. like they're dogs and they don't know. <laughs> it's true. Um, I He had had runny poos and yes. so I tried to put him on the Hills Science Diet Biscuits, apparently oh, very yes. good for the digestive system. Yes. Um, very expensive. Doc, Dr. Chris Brown has his face on the Hills Science the, does Diet, he? doesn't he? Well, I, does he? He, he, uh, he might be another brand. Who cares? He Let's might, move yeah. on. This one was a very attractive blonde as well. By the uh, way, Dr. Gordon Chris Retriever, Brown, right? you wouldn't fucking kick him out of your bed, would you? Um, I don't think so. Vet? Oh, I would Hot. not kick anyone <laughs> out man. of my bed right now, Harley. I I'll think send we've him talked over. About He's a good friend times. of mine. Oh, is he? Uh, long. Everyone's a good friend. <laughs> so I put him on this Hills Science Diet. Hates it. Won't even. Really? I mean, it's full of chicken, which is his favourite thing in the whole world. But yeah. he's just like, yes, a new biscuit. I don't want that biscuit. I just want my supercoat biscuits like I had before. There is no yeah. reason he wouldn't enjoy these biscuits. He's just being a mega turd. So yes. I gave him some of these new biscuits and some of his old biscuits. I mixed mm. them up. I said, here you go, darling. We're just going to transition. It's going to be okay. He did not eat around it. He sniffed it and he walked away. And I was like, well, buddy, <gasps> that's what's on offer. I then went out for 25 minutes in total, yes. 25 minutes. In that time, he took a box off the top of the bin, took the lid off the bin, got oh. into the bin and yes. ate an entire barbecue chicken carcass. Oh, no, Bones no, no. and all. Cooked oh, shit. Chicken bones. No the most good. dangerous thing for a dog yeah. beside chocolate. Yep, 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 yep. No good at Uh-oh. all. Uh-oh. So I come home just to find an empty bag and a very happy Malcolm. Just thrilled with himself. Um, Listen, I love Malcolm, but he's being a real fuckwit. I mean, and it you, was... you deserve better. Thank you. Thank you're you. A, you're a busy working mum. And this you. is bullshit you go out to earn more money to buy him biscuits and he's fucking going through the bin. That's exactly right. That's what you I You want to go back to the street, to Malcolm? You want to live back on the street? Oh, well, it's... This kind of behaviour. It turns out he's... I think, this is, I think this is him saying, look, look at me eat a carcass. I'm happy to go back on the street. Put me out there. You've ruined the best walk of my life. And by walk, I mean he was a stray. <laughs> <laughs> he was having a great time out there, apparently. 
So he's eating this full chicken carcass. That's a great way to look at rescue dogs. You ruined the best walk of my life. (laughs) That's how he looks at me. Why did you bring me inside? This place sucks. (laughs) Your mum's trying to get me to shit inside. I don't know what's going on. I hate your biscuits. Honestly, Marilyn's a whole other kettle of fish. But I called the vet. I said, Jason... It, he said, hello, Nikki. What's Malcolm done now? He knows. I said, yeah. Jason, he's eating an entire chicken carcass, bones and all. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? He said, look, he is a pretty robust dog, despite yeah. <laughs> despite the things you dress him in. That's a nice way of saying your dog looks like a bear. Yeah. It's a nice way of saying I could drop kick this dog across a football field and he would not even feel fine. it. In He's fine. In fact, it's amazing that you have uh, uh, you're on name basis with your vet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> dog that dog doesn't need a vet. Anything. Um, but he said, "Look, he's pretty robust. He's going to be in a bit of discomfort. Uh, you're just going to have to, you know, get make your way through that. But all in all, like." Unless he starts vomiting and he's getting bones stuck in his, you know, esophagus, we're just going to let him pass it naturally. I said, okay, all right. So obviously I said, come on, Bubby, come on, come on, sit on the couch with mummy. Mummy, give you a little belly rub. And he started about an hour later, he just started going, (laughs) just much like mummy after a big night. On non-organic white wine, you know, yes, just yep. just groans of regret. Too many histamines. Yeah, just oh, I've done, yep. oh, I've done a stupid thing. Oh, just sweating. Oh, I've done a dumb thingy, haven't I? Anus starting to pucker. Yeah, just quite a bit of puckering, and I and I I just rubbed his belly. I spooned him and rubbed yeah, his belly from yep. behind as he went, oh, Melky done a, done a big dumb thing here, Mum. Oh, Melky done a, done a whoopsie. And I just rubbed his little belly. And then this morning at quarter to five, that's 4.45am, he jumped on my head in bed and went, the poops are coming. <laughs> we got to go. The poops are coming, Mum, and we got to go. We ought to get out or Maz gets her wish. That's exactly right. So I threw – it was cold. Oh, my God, it was cold. I threw on the biggest jacket I had, bleary-eyed. The sun was not up. And I had fistfuls of his turd. Just. Yeah. Just. Okay. Yeah, just poop he did. He. You need some real friendship in your life. Yeah, well. Genuine people. This is it. This is him. This is my friend. I rub his belly until he it's until I pick up his shit. I don't know what this I don't know what's happening. Am I a parent Neither now? Is this I. parenting? It's not, but it's it's close. It's close. It's, isn't it's it? almost that. Yeah. And all all of the agony that you can imagine with this Malcolm that you don't have to imagine, you're living it. Mm. it you just add that like add a human into that and it's it what you what you gotta add is is levels of guilt that you didn't think humanly possible to feel. Oh and I feel I feel guilt. Yes. I I was crying to the vet. I say, oh, yeah, hey, Jason, how are That's how I retell the story. Don't have a human crying. Saying, I I shouldn't have done it. Why did I throw the carcass out? I should have put it straight in the big wheelie bin outside. I've done this. I've killed my baby. So it's there. I think the guilt's up there. For the sake of paediatrics, please don't. Yeah. Don't fucking have a baby. Yeah, I, sh- I don't think you, I should. You, yeah, you'll be on the phone every other day. Oh, honestly, <laughs> honestly. I up that afternoon. I went to visit my new goddaughter. Oh, sweet oh. little Freya, little Bobby girl. Yeah. And she is. I was. I just 
My friend is so incredible. She has a two and a half year old boy and a little baby girl, and they've just come out of hospital because Freya's had some uh, probs. And I just sit there in them. I don't. I don't even have words. I wish yeah. I could offer conversation, but I'm like, I just sit in amazement, going, how? You've got these two human lives mm. on your watch all the time. Yeah. How do you do it? Have you met me? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, can you even imagine I'm still alive? It like, blows it's, it's my phenomenal. Mind. It, it blows, blows my, mind. my mind. And then there's three other of these fucking I idiots. I don't know how. That, that are dependent on me. And I think the difference between Malcolm and a human baby is that mm. when you make that phone call, there is a department that gets notified about your negligence. Whereas with Malcolm, no one gets notified. <laughs> well, next time Marigold goes through the bin and eats an entire chicken carcass, <laughs> then call the HHS. <laughs> they, they should know. They we should just, know. We call those family secrets. <laughs> Let's not call the department. Has anyone suggested to you, Nikki Britton, um, that to help with his runny poos, uh, that a sweet potato is a, is a good thing? Up the ass. Yep. You, what you do is just get it nice, just just on the verge of being cooked, soft yep. enough to uh, just boop, right up. The okay. Pulpit. All right. Yep. Yeah. That'll stop That's him how shooting. bears do it when they hibernate. Yeah. They shove yeah, dirt just... and grass up their asshole. Yeah. Yeah, just to block it up for the I, winter. I actually didn't know that. And that I hope it's, it's true. the absolute truth. Um, I fucking love that. Because <laughs> I have spent years thinking about what do they do for that time. <laughs> do they just shit in their sleep? Well, okay, now that I've said it, I don't know if they don't eat the dirt and grass, but I'm pretty sure they they pack it in their arse somehow. Just pack it up, they just pack it up yeah. there. It's like a dirt suppository. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, How do they I get guess we'll cover there? that on Monday maybe. How do they get around there? Their, their arms aren't long enough to push something up their they own squat. They squat. Like I imagine they so squat, they... spread eagle, like, and then they bend <laughs> over on a tight contraction of the tummy muscle and then just go up that way, you know, head between the legs I vibes. often have this thought, but this is ridiculous that we get paid to come in here. Oh, Completely, this is ridiculous. completely insane. And please, we should always—it's a disclaimer. Please, to, if we—if you are taking parenting tips, dog owning oh. tips, scientific tips, you've got yourself to blame. Do not take it from this Don't, podcast. Do please. not listen to what we say. Do, for our first podcast rule: I, we take the Hippocratic oath. We take the yep. Hippocratic Oath. Sorry, we I take the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> don't, please, don't do no harm. Our first. In fact, our first. If anything, is do no stop harm. listening now. Stop listening to us. Just subscribe and download, but then don't press play, you fucks. <laughs> Listen to this shit. Okay, I just need to... I hold you in contempt. Yeah, this is... That was silly. Um, che, our beautiful fill-in... One yes, of our che. fill-in producers for today... Yes, Mr Guevara. Um, <laughs> ...has just um, shown me a little article. We are obviously going to dedicate an Blink entire episode to this. <laughs> Pusium. They're bare butt plugs. A pusium is a bare butt plug. Um, I'll just read it straight straight from the screen. Bears usually don't eat, drink, urinate, or defecate while hibernating. They produce a fecal plug in their colon, a dry, hard mass consisting of dead (laughs) intestinal cells, hair, and bits of plant-based bedding materials. When the bears wake up in spring, they eject the fecal plug just outside their den. That's lovely. That's and nice, I, isn't and, it? And I stand corrected on what we just said before. You listen to everything we say. We're incredibly intelligent, very well-informed scientists. There you go. Thank and you. if you're wondering if Winnie's awake, Winnie the Pooh, little bear, yep. just look for the big sort of 
That's why he's called Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. There'll be a butt plug at the front door if he's up and about. Otherwise, don't come knocking. He's still having a snooze. Uh, sweet angel babies, thank you so much. We got carried away with the bare butt plugs, but um, we, as we should. Yeah, it, that is the that is the flavour. Um, so yep. come on back on Monday when we're going to have more of the same. Yes. Subscribe, rate, review if you want. Uh, and also, this is going out on Friday, so if you're hearing it on Friday the 17th, uh, then on Saturday the 18th, I am recording a one-hour special. Uh, <gasps> this is um, not a, a retirement announcement, but it may be the last time that I do a one-hour special for quite a long time, I would suggest. Oh, my uh, gosh. Um, uh, again, I'm not saying that I'm retiring, but I will not be doing uh, a live show in the near future. Uh, for some time, there's other things on the boil that I'm uh, giving my attention to. If you want to see uh, me do uh, what I truly love doing and feel like I do best uh, is live comedy. It's uh, There's only 300 seats available. We're recording it for Paramount+. Plus. It's happening at the Malt House in Melbourne. Uh, you, you can get tickets that don't even cost a cent. you just got to go to harleybreen.com.au, sit in the crowd. I'll do my show. It'll be recorded and then it'll be released uh, into the wild. Amazing. Malt House Saturday. Get there, do it. Thanks so yeah. much for listening, guys. We'll talk to you Monday. Bye.